It's a new year and today it's a new day. And that means it's a fresh start. Today you can choose to do something differently. Today you can choose to do more of what you love and let go of the rest. No matter when you listen to this episode, I want you to know that you have the power today to transform your finance. Your past money mistakes do not define you. And those mistakes don't have to dictate your future. If you're here, it's because you want to take back control of your finance. So I want to share with you four steps to start your financial journey on the right foot. Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach, and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear, and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your saving and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habit that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper, and let's do this. I have shared those four-step reset process with so many clients, and that's because giving you all the strategy before going to the reset process is pointless. The reset process is your missing link, is what you need to know in order for you to do the work and actually see results. So here is two different clients. One of them was working nine to five before she became an entrepreneur. And she wished she knew how to manage her money better so she could have saved more money and then learn her numbers so that when she became an entrepreneur, She will not feel so stressed because of that inconsistent income and not having a buffer to support her when the income is very low. The other one was a seven-figure earner. She told me because she knew money was coming in and it felt so easy each month, she did not worry about her spending. She reinvested so much in her business, in herself, but never thought to create solid foundations to make her money works for her, nor save some. She kept looking at ways to earn more and grow. Then COVID hit. Her income pretty much stopped, but she kept spending the same way because it was a habit and part of her routine. And as she was not looking at her numbers, she went into a lot of debt. I don't know where you are, but most of my clients wish they knew how to manage money better a long time ago because they will have been better off now making better decisions and making their money work for them so they don't have to work so hard for it. And they all believe that if they just knew a little bit more, they will have avoided debt, so many mistakes and so much heartache. Most of them learn a very key lesson but the hard way and I don't want that to happen to you. That lesson is that earning a lot of money without knowing how to manage it is like trying to fill a bucket with holes. It's a waste of your time. 
energy and missed opportunities. But the biggest limiting belief, which is self-sabotaging you from doing the work now, is that you think you need more money to start managing it better. God taught me through my own debt-free journey that learning to manage the little is key to long-term success. When you are faithful with a little, you can be trusted with more. You don't have to wait that you are in a lot of financial stress and in debt to work with a coach like myself. Actually, starting now, when you know that you need to change the view you have of money to reach your goal, you want to learn what is your current spending habit, what is draining your finance when you earn more than you have before, that's the best time to do the work. Create a system that you love so you can use that money that you have after you pay all your bill for reaching those goals, for impacting the kingdom, not let it go through your fingers with impulse buying and overspending. That money has a purpose and you can make it work for you. So don't wait to be in a lot of financial stress to start working with someone like me. Right now is the best time if you don't know how to steward it wisely and if you know that you have some mindset issue that is stopping you from going to the next level because of either that scarcity or that fear of money. So you need to remember that. You know, earning $10,000 a month or earning $100,000 a month will make no difference and will mean nothing if you have no idea how to allocate that money to glorify God and create the lifestyle of your dream. You don't need more money to learn how to steward it better. You got to start now. So before I teach my clients about setting goals, about looking at their spending habits and tracking, we got to stop looking at the past. So let me teach you the four step of the reset process. This is what you need to start your financial journey on the right foot. We cannot succeed with our finance if we don't deal with the shame, the guilt, and the regrets. The reset process is perfect for a fresh start. So let's have a look at those four steps. Step one, forgiveness. Please don't dismiss this step. You can't move forward if your past is dictating your present and impacting your future. Like the song say, let it go, let it go, can't hold on to the past anymore. It's time to forgive yourself for your money mistake. You cannot change the past, so dwelling on it won't do you any good. And actually, it's keeping you stuck and unproductive. You need to forgive yourself. But in your situation, maybe you need to forgive someone else too, if they are the cause of your financial struggle. I know forgiveness is not easy, especially when you have to forgive someone who hurt you and who was involved in you being in such financial anxiety and worry. But I know for a fact that holding on to anger and resentment affect you more than them today. So don't give that person who hurt you so much power again. Don't let them influence your present reaction or impact the result for your future. I want you to take power back and ask God to help you forgive that person, help you in that step of forgiveness. So the question is really, who do you need to forgive today when it comes to your financial journey? Forgiveness is not easy, 
but it will set you free. Step two is gratitude. That's really the best part when you manage to do this step because here we want to ask the question, what can I be grateful for about the past experience? I used to think that God abandoned me when things were not going well. Now I know for a fact that this was a lie from the enemy because throughout all my ups and downs with my finance, God's love, mercy and grace never changed. When I looked for the good in the storm, I can see his presence. I can see his hand at work. It's not always easy to see it in that moment, but when you look back, you can. And that's what I want you to do in that step. And side note, if you are still in the middle of your storm right now, I find it very encouraging and comforting to read The Lord is My Shepherd, Psalm 23. And look at those words. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect me and comfort me. Isn't those words beautiful? So meditate on those when you are in the mix of everything. So the question we need to ask, what lesson have you learned from your past mistake and about yourself? Be grateful for the lesson and for who you have become because of it. Because most of the time when we keep God first, it transforms our character. It gives us strength that we didn't know we had. There's a beautiful verse that explains what I just said. And when I read it in my quiet time, I really love it. But when someone... (laughs) Share that with me, especially when I'm in the middle of the storm. Well, I know my friends were trying to be kind, but sometimes when a person is in the storm, it's better not to say anything and to just pray for them and to just tell them, I'm here if you need me. And that passage is Romans 5, 3 to 4. And it says, we can rejoice too when we run into trouble and trial. For we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. I guess when she gave me those verses, I was more of a grumpy lady, and most likely thinking, why am I in this situation? So hearing that we can rejoice, I couldn't get the wisdom out of this at that time. (laughs) I'm sorry. But, you know, sometimes we need to be very careful what we say to someone that is suffering or having a hard time. I know we want to help, but the person on the other side who's really struggling, your prayers will be much more impactful sometimes than a verse that you give them. So just so you know. But now I know, looking back at those verses, I can understand what God was trying to say. And I hope you can see it too when you look back at it after you've gone through the refining and God have taught you the lesson that you need to learn. So that was step two. Step three is permission. And this is something that I never gave myself the opportunity to do. And this is my mindset coach who have also done the same process that I've just explained. But that step is what I have never done before. So I thank her for that because as an entrepreneur, Do you think that we can sometimes take ourselves too seriously? I think for myself, I do. And and I don't let myself make mistakes. And 
I'm very hard on myself when I do stuff like this or when I try something new. But she was telling me, you have progressed so much, but you don't even see it because you're just focusing on the little mistake here and there. But you need to have more fun. You need to learn to laugh at your mistake and see what you actually learn from it and, and how you have done things differently because of it. So I want to give you the same wisdom that she gave me. Give yourself permission to make mistakes with your finance. Because we all do, even me as a coach, I can still make mistakes when it comes to um, investing sometime. Or, I don't know, but we can still make mistakes. Your financial journey is not going to be perfect. Even a billionaire have made mistakes. So give yourself some grace and have fun in the journey of learning, creating the plan that really, really excites you and that you want to keep doing each and every day so you can glorify God with that finance, but also create the lifestyle of your dream. For example, when you start planning and creating a spending plan for your personal finance, you need about three months to get a sense of your spending habit and what is going on. Then I will say, depending on you, maybe six months to a year actually, to test the system and see if you like doing your money routine the way you're currently doing it. And this is the beauty, if we give ourselves permission, is that we can refine it. We can totally scrap it if we don't like it and restart. Because we will all make mistakes. But don't let a bad day become a bad week and then a bad month, especially with your finance. Every day is a brand new day. It's a new start. And your finance, that we like it or not, impacts so many areas of our life our health, it affects your business and what you can do with the family, it affects how you can impact the world. So give yourself permission to do the new things, to change along the way, to stop what you don't like and to try something new. There is absolutely no one size fits all when it comes to your finance. We need to test and see what works best for our personality. So have fun with your finance, learn Ask God, what can I learn from this lesson? Surround yourself with people that can support you and and teach you new things you didn't know about. Or just being there for you to cheer you on in your progress. So that is step three, which is permission. And as a Christian entrepreneur, the last step and what I think is so important for us is step four. Seek God first. Money can easily become a worry or something we strive for. You know the quote, money makes you happy. I don't fully agree with it, but also I can't totally disagree with it too. What I mean is that when I was in debt, I was worried about my future and I wish I had more money to get out of the paycheck to paycheck cycle. I also know that having money in the bank now give me a sense of, you know, peace because I have an emergency fund in place. And it's also give me a lot of option and that freedom and what I do with my money, it's what makes me happy. All of those experiences, seeing people smiling when we do something for them. However, I also know that when I was earning the most I ever did in that same season, I was also the most depressed I've ever been. So the amount of money I've earned did not make any difference to my happiness. So we need to be careful 
to not come to the conclusion that money will solve all our problems, because it won't. Money is a great tool, don't get me wrong, but only God can fully satisfy our deepest desires and really give us that state of joy that we are after, the fulfillment we want. The pursuit of money and success can easily take over our heart, our mind, and our calendar. So we need to be intentional in seeking God first and asking Him to give us a pure heart. So no matter the amount of money we have, a little or a lot, money will not become an idol in our life. There's a beautiful prayer that I like to pray, which is Psalm 139. 23 to 24. God, examine me and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thought. See if there is any bad thing in me. Lead me on the road to everlasting life. Step four is all about a heart check. Because if you want to start your financial journey the right way and while keeping Jesus first, in your heart and in your mind, that step is key. You need to keep God first in every area of our life and especially in your finance. We are here on earth to love God, love others and share the good news about Jesus. We got to remember the most important biblical principle. God owns everything. We are called to be stewards. So the money that you have and that I have is not ours. God wants to use you and that money for his glory. So it's very important that we internalize the fact that when we receive money, we can praise the Lord for his provision. We got to learn to managing it because the money you got given and what is in your hand has a purpose for his kingdom and for you. So we got to learn how to do that well. Because earning money without knowing how to manage it, it's just a waste of your time. So let's recap. Before you start looking at your numbers and tracking everything, you need to let go of the guilt, the shame, and all the regret. You can't start if you are taken hostage by your own emotion and by all of the thought and what's going on in your mind that is keeping you stuck in the past. So to start your financial journey the right foot, please go through the four step of the reset process. Step one is forgiveness. Step two, gratitude. Step three, permission. Step four is seeking God first. You can have money and be wealthy, but don't let money control you and become your master. No one can serve two masters, remember? You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. If God prompts you to take back control of your personal finance and you know that you can't reach your goal until you change the way you view your money and learn how to manage it better, I can be your guide. I can be your coach and help you get started. So if this is you, book a free call and let's have a chat. Let me show you what could happen in your finance when you shift your money mindset and you learn fun money habits so that you can finally reach your goals and while having fun doing it. And of course, while keeping your heart and your mind on Jesus. So seek God for guidance, wisdom and discernment. He promised to guide you. So keep your heart and your mind focused on him as you start your financial journey. 
you can decide today to do something differently and let God heal your relationship with money. You are not your money mistake. Let go of the past and look forward to what lies ahead. God has amazing plan for you, for your finance and for his glory. You take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review and don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habit, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.